Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. It is Tuesday and you are back from Marrakesh. How was it? Oh, being without the kids on a holiday. <laughs> I actually read a book. Wow. I know, I know. I actually fully read a book. I haven't done that. I don't think I've actually read a book since Axel was born. I'm not going to lie. Like, I do Audible, but not a physical book. How was it? Lovely, relaxing. Could you read? Well, <laughs> I probably need a bit of practice. <laughs> it was a picture book. It was a pop-up book. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, I started off with the Gruffalo. <laughs> I'm, I might read Stan on the Whale next. Um, well done. It was a lovely time with your girlfriends. You feel good? Yes, I feel brilliant. Really refreshed. Really, I would really recommend doing it, actually. Actually. Um, so yeah, absolutely loved it. How are you? How was your weekend? Weekend was great. Um, what did we get up to? We actually had a bit of a weekend at home, which was nice. So Saturday, the kids have got their clubs. They do, um, Luna does acro at the Kimberly White Dance Academy, which is round the corner and she loves it. So she was like over the moon, cartwheeling and backflipping all over the place. Um, and then Isla had her tutoring. So Isla has just started with the lovely Anna from Champion Tutor. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, she's such a gorgeous human. We've had her on the podcast before with Tamsin Althway, um, but she's got a really great online tutoring um, company and she came down to give Isla an assessment because she's got her 11 plus coming up next year. And yes. Isla was just sort of struggling with her maths and her English a little bit. And so, yeah, she's done a full assessment on her and then she's going to assign her a tutor in the next couple of weeks. So that's really oh, good. Wow. That was really great. So that massive is thank brilliant. you to Anna because she's a superstar. She drove all the way down from like leads to come and see us oh my gosh that is amazing yes do you know what she's really good and they actually really helped axel um yes when we were in lockdown more like with confidence and like not not being not feeling anxious but yeah they are i feel like they're like a tutoring company that actually care about the kids yeah so that so that was really great and then um on sunday we just we just as i said we just chilled out at home we've got the refurb going on so it was more of a weekend of like pulling your sleeves up and just mucking in (laughs) because i just want the bloody workmen out the house now (laughs) we've got a really great podcast lined up for you today we, we just want to get into it because um it was quite a meaty conversation with somebody that i've known for a really long time now i'll tell you a little snippet about today's guest so one of my oldest friends is called alex and he i met him on my ski season when i was 18 and he was sort of eternally single trying to meet the one and then one day he rung me up and he went he just moved into this new place in london and he went 
in my gym downstairs, I clocked somebody out the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, who was it? And he was like, it's da-da-da from the da-da-da's. And I was mm. like, no. And he was like, yeah, we're going on a date next week. <gasps> so my one of my oldest friends ended up marrying today's guest. Oh my God, that is mad, <laughs> isn't know. it? Oh my it's such a small world. It's such a small world. And you know what I really loved about this conversation um, is that we've, you know, loads of you have, have wanted a stay-at-home mum to come on the podcast for so long. Yeah. And it's been really difficult for us to find somebody who's happy to, you know, talk. It's not that easy to come on here and just sort of, you know, talk with a mic and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's what we've done with this episode yeah. because this guest had a huge career and then as soon as she... Um, you know, fell pregnant, that was it. She stopped yeah. and she's been yeah. at home for the last five years yeah. um, and sort of dedicated her life to her kids. And it was really, just really interesting because we've never mm. had anybody who's come mm. on to do that. We have lots of people come on to talk about the juggle, how they manage everything. Um, so yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Brilliant conversation, George. Let's get into it. Who are we chatting to today? We are chatting to Heidi Range from the Sugar Babes. Welcome, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. I've just been to my son's um, assembly, so I feel a little bit emotional this morning. I know, I'm just not that sort of person, but today I am. How's, how's your morning been? Uh, mine has been similar, actually. My daughter had a, a school dance, so we had to go and watch them do their, their ballet in oh. the, uh, the school hall, so it was gorgeous. Oh my um, god! Yeah, I, I cry every. I cry when any time I go into the school because it's so cute just seeing their little world, isn't it? I know, I know it is, and I think I always look at them and to them, like this school that they're in is everything, isn't it? Like all their friends, it's, it is kind of just like a really, it's like a little insight into their whole being being yeah. there and you I don't know I really yeah I love being able to go in and watch him oh, I just I, I just find it hilarious <laughs> I just find it hilarious they get so excited when you go in too don't they but yeah. I remember that feeling as a as a little girl you know on parents day when your mum and dad are coming you'd be waiting by the window to see them coming yeah it feels like it feels alien doesn't it but you also feel like really proud and like I don't know he was just really excited to show me his work and oh it was just it was very it was very sweet let's sort of get into the chat I mean I I definitely want to chat to you about your girls but can you just take us back and for those I mean I don't think anyone listening isn't going to know who you are and you know how how you sort of came to fame but do you want to just tell us a little bit about your time um in the sugar babes yeah, uh, so I joined Sugar Babes when I was 18. Wow. Uh, and I was with the group till I was uh, 29. So so 11 years I was on the road with the band. Yeah, I mean, we travelled the world, we released albums, performed at amazing, you know, venues and festivals. And we had six number ones. We had a whale of a time. It's I didn't realise it was 11 years. That yeah. is such a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, it was, yeah, it was as soon as I left school until, you know, until I was 10 and 30. And then the last 10 years has been about getting married and babies and all of that. So it, it kind of feels like a past life. It's not something <laughs> I, I think about that often. Yeah. But when people bring it up to me, you know, I'm like, oh, that was quite cool, wasn't it? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's, am- it's amazing. And I think, you know, you say that you're, you know, you were in, in the band until you were 29. Did you have like, 
the thought that you wanted to be a mum? Did you always want to be a parent? Yeah, I mean, ever since I was a little girl, the two things I always dreamt of was one, being a singer, and two, having having my own children. Um, that's all I ever wanted. So it was really nice for me in a way that I'd been able to pursue the career I'd dreamt of at such a young age. And then I think when I got I got married, I could take a step back from that and go, okay, I've ticked that box and I just want to focus on on this now. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing since I had the girls and been lucky enough to make that decision and be at home with them. Yeah, and I definitely, I mean, I really definitely want to talk to you about being a stay-at-home mum because it's something that so many of our listeners, that's what, you know, that's what they're doing. And we always say, like, that they will write in and be like, oh, we really want to hear from a stay-at-home mum. But it's not the easiest thing to do because having someone on a podcast and finding a stay-at-home mum to talk about it, it, it's not that easy. And now, obviously, we found you, which is absolutely (laughs) fantastic. But can we just go back a little bit to when you decided that you wanted to be a mum and how how was it for you getting pregnant with my first daughter Aurelia it was pretty straightforward like we got married and we we knew that we wanted to start a family straight away and it took about six months to fall pregnant so that's I think that's pretty easy and it was a case of ignorance is bliss I just thought you know you try for a baby you fall pregnant I had a really straightforward pregnancy, straightforward birth, and I had a beautiful, healthy baby girl. So that was the dream. Yeah. Um, when it came to trying for the second, uh, it took a, it was taking a long time, and then I suffered two miscarriages. Oh gosh. Um, before then, I had my littlest one, Athena. So that was less straightforward and. We also thought we were going to have to go down the fertility route. So we'd started having all the tests and I was about to start fertility treatment a couple of months. I, I, we were going to push it back till after the Christmas. We thought we'll wait till Christmas and then in January we'll start fertility. And I fell pregnant in the October naturally with her. So, um, you know, that was a blessing. <laughs> oh, how was that time for you? Because I think sometimes when you picture what your you want your family to look like, you know, I, to be to be honest, I I actually only ever pictured having one, and now I've got two. But I I know so many people have you know they have a real desire to give their child a sibling, and when it's not that easy, it can be really tough. Was was it tough for you? And and obviously you've got to put on a brave face. I, I desperately wanted another child, but I just used to remind myself that I was incredibly fortunate to have one. I've got so many friends who who aren't able to carry children, um, who've had multiple miscarriages, who've got children who aren't healthy. And I just thought, you know, you're blessed to have her. And if if she was the only child we were ever given, you know, we we were had hit the jackpot having having one little girl. Oh no, it's it's actually it's it's a, it is a good way to think about it. And so, what about your birth, your second birth? Both births were quite straightforward. I I was induced with both girls, and I chose to have the epidural as early on as possible. I'm like, I I, I respect everyone as their different routes they want to go down, but I'm like, if I've got a headache. I take painkillers. Yeah. If I'm going to push a baby out and the doctor can give me something to help with the pain, I'm going to take it. And actually, it made for quite a straightforward 
birthing process with both of them. They were short labours. I, I say straightforward with Athena. She did have the cord round her neck twice, uh, but I didn't know that until afterwards. So right. for me, it was all fine. And then the next day, my husband told me, but he said, you know, the obstetrician just really calmly unwound it and and she was fine. I actually love giving birth. I mean, I know I'm lucky to have had that experience with both of them. So, you know, it's easy for me to say that. But I've really loved the giving birth process. I've, I've just found it magical, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know what? Actually, I, I, I didn't hate it. I, I definitely, it, I always say it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I was sort of led to believe. I mean, it, I'm, I know some people's labours are awful. Mine yeah. weren't. They were, they were fine. That I, I, just, I can't say I enjoyed it, but I definitely found it a lot better than what I've been told by lots of people. Because I think there is yeah. a lot of scaremongering. And that's what's so nice as well, like for li- people listening to have someone come on and be like, actually, I really liked it. You know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think you do forget some of the, the gory bits though because I I actually had both my daughters in the same room at the same hospital and when we went back to have Athena I, without too much graphic detail there was like a little bath underneath the bed and I said to the midwife I said oh is that where we're going to bath the baby and she kind of gave me like a funny look she was like no 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 that's for something else and then post delivery I saw what the contents of that particular container was and it was quite gruesome um so yeah so you do I think I've like blocked out the the gory part <laughs> <laughs> I also think when you're in that moment I don't think you see them like I don't really remember seeing any gory stuff when I had both of mine I mean I, I, they obviously did happen my husband looked like he was going to faint multiple times but <laughs> like yeah I, do, I think you it's a blur isn't it and you and you do kind of yeah I guess isn't that a thing? I'm sure like we forget the pain so that we car- we do it again. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a scientist. I've got no <laughs> idea. But what about the early days? Do you enjoy the newborn stage? I love the newborn stage. Um, I mean, I, de- I, I would, if my husband agreed, I'd have another baby tomorrow. Would you? But he's, he's, he's not up for it at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love newborns. I I love their smell. I love cuddling them. Um, I, I I sound really annoying, but I'm one of them people that doesn't care about the sleepless nights. I'd happily sit up in the in the nursery all night just staring at them. I just love that little bubble, you know, yeah. when they're born. And um, yeah, it's it's one of my favourite times. And so you mentioned that you've kind of dedicated the last what five five years is it five six five five years to being a mum. Did you find that difficult because it's been a, like it's obviously a huge shift to from what you were doing before to be, you know being at home? How, like how how was that for you? It was kind of what it was what I wanted. Like I say, I've been with the group for eleven years, and then I went from that to doing Dancing on Ice and then I toured with them and then I did Happy Days the Musical and toured with them and then I went into the West End and it, it since I was 18 it's just been constant work non-stop which is amazing but when I knew I was going to start a family I just wanted to be at home I didn't want to live out of a suitcase and and I was lucky enough to be able to say right I'm going to take a step back and, and just focus on them and I really enjoyed 
it was really it's been really refreshing for everything not to be about me yeah um not everything is focused on the way I look and what I say and what I'm doing it it's nice for it to be about someone else and I've really enjoyed all the baby classes and you know I really embraced myself in that whole monkey music and gymnastics and baby yoga and and where I live in London there's so much so much of that available it's been really lovely to just indulge in that whole the whole world yeah and how have, how have you found like making friendships with other mums uh, so I did a antenatal class when I was pregnant with Aurelia and there was 12 of us and six of us are still really really close friends like one of the girls she's just had a third baby and she's asked me to be godmother to to the baby wow. so we found a really um special friendship group you know since then and the children our eldest all went to nursery together they're all at the same school like they scoop to school together which is lovely and I'm also I've met loads of nice mums at the new like Aurelia started a reception last year got really friendly school and family so yeah I've met I've met some really lovely friends yeah that's I think that's amazing and I think we always say like Zoe and I had each other when we had our and, and had we not I think it would have been a completely different experience like we enjoyed being together and chatting and sort of navigating it all like among the you know between us yeah would you say that those friendships helped you absolutely because because you're going through it at the same time I think I think that really helps like I've got a lot of um friends whose children are older and they give me amazing advice but in the first stages when you're on a whatsapp group at 3am you know feed in the middle of the night or or you can message someone and go they who's this color is that normal you know actually one of the girls in our in our antenatal group was a doctor so <gasps> dream <laughs> you're like um do you mind if i just ask you this <laughs> at 2am or whatever so but yeah i think it's um you know being being a mom to to a newborn, it, it can be really isolating, I think. Mm. You're, you know, your mind's going crazy, your hormones are going crazy, your life's completely changed. Even if you you wanted all of this and you're ready to embrace it, it's still quite daunting and you, you lose your identity, you know. So to be able to navigate it with people who are in the same situation, I think is invaluable yeah and now I, I, I totally agree we'll be right back after this short break there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? You mentioned, you know, like your your mind's going crazy and your hormones are all over the place. What sort of mum were you in those early days? Were you like a routine mum? Like, were you just go with the flow? Like, what? What's? How did you work it? We didn't want to get get into a strict routine because I'd seen some friends who'd have routines with their kids and and it seemed to just dominate their life and. You know, it's like, no, we can't do that because of the routine. And me and my husband decided, you know, we're really sociable and we we go out a lot and we were like, we're just going to bring the baby with us. And we were lucky that Aurelia was quite a chilled baby. Um, she never really napped much, probably because we didn't put it in a strict routine. <laughs> you know, she'd, she'd do like half an hour here, half an hour there. But she's a really happy, chilled baby. So whereas Athena... As kind of, I guess because of the routine with Aurelia's school and stuff, she's fallen into the routine of the nap. And actually, now I will not give up that lunchtime nap. It's a godsend. Like, she does two hours every single afternoon. And she loves it and she needs it. You know, she's she's so tired. So I'm strict with that nap now with the little one. So you mentioned that Aurelia started school um, this year. How how was that for you? Because it's a big moment when they go into reception, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I was I was heartbroken. I mean, I was I was excited for her, obviously, and she was so ready for it. She's a really confident, outgoing little girl, and she loves her friends. So I knew she was going to really enjoy it. But you know. Because I have been at home with her, it was like I was losing my little mate. You know, I remember the first morning I left her there and uh, there's a local park opposite where I always take it opposite the school. And I just walked around the park feeling lost, like crying and like looking at the school thinking somebody else has got her now and I'm not allowed to go in there and bring it out. It's not, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Um, But actually... She's in a lovely school. She absolutely loves it. And the day, I mean, the time goes nowhere, doesn't it? You think, what no. am I going to do with all those hours? And, it, you know, it goes nowhere. Yeah, the hours between nine and three go faster than any other time. <laughs> yeah. There is no quicker time than the hours between nine and three. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really interesting you say that you felt sort of heartbroken and lost because we talk on here a lot about, you know, when our kids are starting school. And I think our narrative has always been like, oh my God, I just can't wait for them to start school. And I can't wait for them to start school. And I can't wait for them to be, you know, be out of the house five days a week. And I was definitely like that with my first. But my second, um, probably because I know she's my last, she's starting school this September. Oh. And I'm already starting to feel how you how you feel or how you felt. And a bit like, oh, this, you know, this feels different. This feels quite heavy and I feel a bit I don't know I just feel really strange about it um yeah and yeah it's funny I didn't I really didn't have it the first time around but I don't know if that's because it was lockdown <laughs> and we spent okay. way too much time together and I thought oh gosh thank goodness off you go but yeah I don't know it's 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 funny because I don't know if did Aurelia go to nursery before she so she went to nursery um she started off doing two mornings a week and then 
then she went to another one when she got a bit older and she'd do five mornings. Yeah. And Athe- Athena's just started the oh. nursery that Aurelia started at. So she's doing two mornings a week. And it's funny what you was just saying because I didn't really um, give it much thought that she was starting because I know I love the environment where it is and I, I love the teacher and I knew what they do there. I wasn't building it up. And so I just kind of took her the first day. She only started a few weeks ago. And it wasn't until I walked out the door, then I got in the car and just lost it. And I was like, my littlest has has just gone to nursery. Oh my God, this is all, you know, all starting to happen. Yeah, it. Do, I don't. I think it feels scary. I think when you know how it's such a cliche, but how quickly that time goes. Like my mm. son's going into the juniors at school in September, and we had the class assembly. It's like goodbye to year two, and they're going into the juniors. The juniors. Oh. And I just look back and I think, oh my gosh, like I know the second they start reception, it's like a time machine. It, mm. They go in as like a young child, and it's like after the first term you suddenly look at them and they're so grown up and so independent and I don't know it just oh. really yeah it really is really I don't know I just not I'm just not like this and now I suddenly am re- I feel really sentimental and like scared and just I don't know maybe I need to speak to my husband about having another baby no I don't I definitely don't but um yeah I don't know it's funny but what um you know you've talked about how much you've enjoyed being you know dedicating your time to the girls what would you say has been like the hardest part of it like what I've what I've recently learned is taking time out for yourself is so important and my husband has really tried to encourage me doing that since I have had Aurelia and I've been really reluctant to spend time away from them I don't, I don't know why you know why if that's because I am used to spending so much time with them but I'm like Oh, I don't, he's like, you know, you should go away on a girls weekend. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to leave them. I don't, you know, I think maybe is he saying it because he wants me to go, you go away with the lads for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, this year I've been away a couple of times that one of my friends had a big birthday and we went to the Cotswolds for a weekend. And, and it actually just did me the world of good to like have a lay in, drink hot coffee, chat about something that wasn't the children because all those friends who I was away with on that weekend have got older children and they're all you know doing other things so it wasn't all about oh what's the baby up to it was about how Mm. are you you know what what are you enjoying at the moment rather than fixated around the children I haven't laughed so much for such a long time I I laid in you know and I basically levitated through the door when I come home and I was I was actually a better mum because I'd had that break and I wanted to get down and build Lego with them because I because I I miss them, you know. So yeah. I think it's healthy to to take that time for yourself. And I've I finally realised that. <laughs> Do you did you feel guilty leaving them? Is that what it was, or like what what? Why do you think you felt so reluctant to do it? It's not guilt. I think I just I feel like I'm going to miss them. I feel anxious about not being there to look after them which is ridiculous because my husband's very capable. We've got an amazing nanny who comes twice a week and she's known the girl since Aurelia was four months old. I mean, she's she's amazing. So I trust the people I leave them with. But I've, I've kind of always been like that. I've always hated being away from my family and maybe that was 
psychologically it's because when I was in the group I was away so much I was always being taken away from the people I love I, I don't know maybe there's like something in built in me there yeah um yeah. Yeah. And I mean, no, I just, I think everyone sort of experiences different things leaving their kids. Like I I felt fine doing it to to begin with. And then it wasn't until they, they got a bit older and could tell me that they were sad that I was going, that I started to get the guilt. Before that, I sort of felt like I needed to. But um, yeah, I just find it really interesting because no one ever asks men that. You know, no one ever asks, you know, my husband when he left, I don't know, three days after Axel was born to go to work. Oh, did you feel guilty leaving them? It's just, it's a real, I don't know, it just feels like a a thing that only women talk about. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he definitely does feel bad and he definitely does miss them. But um, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. We just don't we just don't talk about it as much. But tell us, you know, what what you're up to now. You've been at home for five years now and dedicating your life to the kids. But what what what's next for you? I've not really got a plan. You know, it's more. I just feel ready to start getting a bit of time back for me working again because I enjoy I enjoy working. I I miss singing. Um, there's a few shows that I'd love to do that I, you know, would love to get involved in. And as I say... Go on, what are they? Put it out there, manifest. (laughs) Well, my dream show would be Strictly. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's the dream. But, yeah, that'd be the main one, and there's a couple of others. But, yeah, I just feel like I I need to perform again. I just, I've got that part of me missing and getting that bug you know the only singing I I do at the moment is all Disney songs with kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I take it too seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, I think I need to go and do something something there properly for myself <laughs> do you look forward to your girls watching you yeah I do and and it actually like Aurelia says to me she's like oh mummy I want to see you sing that on the stage I, like she really enjoys me singing yeah I, I mean I took her to a concert last year to to see Little Mix because she loved the song Black Magic uh, yeah. she heard it on the radio and her godfather who I met he was my first dance partner on our first Top of the Pops performance oh wow and, and then he then he uh, became our choreographer years later and anyway he's one of my best friends and he runs a dance agency now and he said, can we can we take her to see them? So we went to the O2 and she was like amazed watching them. And uh, and I said to her, I said, I said, you know what, Boo? I said, Mummy's played played this stage. And she was like really like thrown by it. But my friend, he was like, does it make you want to get up? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just want to go and grab the mic. <laughs> yeah, show, show her what you can do. Oh, gosh. Well, good luck with everything. Yeah, and you. I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you. So before we go, we always like to ask our guests the best piece of advice that they would give a new mum or the best piece of advice that they've been given themselves. When I had my second... Uh, a friend of mine who's, who's also got two girls, she gave me a really good piece of advice. And it was more it was more tiered towards the eldest child, but she just said, try to remember how tiny she is too and try not to put so much responsibility on her. Should you automatically, subconsciously expect that one to be more grown up, better behaved, more capable? And you've got to remember that, that she's only Diddy 
herself. Um, so I've tried. I have tried to rem- remind myself of that quite a lot. Even like now, you know, they Athena started to show interest in games that Aurelia will have set up. Which you know, Aurelia will set up a beautiful tea party, and Athena will just go and trash it. And you do. I catch myself saying to Aurelia a lot. Oh, she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand. And and actually, when I catch myself saying it, you know, it's like, you know, this is really frustrating for you, Athena. Whether she takes it in or not, trying to explain to her, you know, really has spent time doing this and not always expecting the older one to understand yeah. and just just brush it under the carpet. And also another thing is I try to remind myself that they go through all the same emotions that we do. You yeah. know, I'm I'm so strict on manners and behaviour, you know, I drum it into my girls. Like my little one, she's 20 months and she automatically says yes please no thank you you know I'm like drumming it into it all the time but some days they just they do embarrass you they have like you know uh, a meltdown or they're rude and it's like I go through a million different emotions each day you know you can be happy one hour upset anxious And, and I think we have to remind ourselves that even though they're diddy They've got all this going on in their yeah. heads too. So they're not robots. No, cut them some slack. You know, with Aurelia fin- being in school now, she's tired. Like I used to only let her have half an hour screen time a day. If she's come home and done it, but school books, I'm like, you can watch a program, baby. Just relax. You've been in school all day. Yeah. You know? So just to go a bit easier on them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I know you've come, I know you're prepared because I've seen your products. <laughs> so what are your favourite, like, die-hard products? Uh, well, number one would be the Yo-Yo Baby Zen buggy. Uh, like, somebody told, I, I got, like, a big, beautiful show buggy when Aurelia was born, which I did use, and it was lovely. But actually, someone said to me, just get the Yo-Yo, because, especially because in London, you get an online exactly. tube, mm. shops, um, and it's just been a godsend. I've still got the same one. I mean, it's wrecked, but I've still got the same one that I bought for Aurelia. I still use it now for Athena. We've got the buggy board on the back. It folds yeah. up. It's, um, that's brilliant. Yeah. Same. I so still I use mine for my four-year-old. And in fact, the lady who picks the, the kids up from school, she wheels my son, who's nearly seven home in home in it sometimes and Gigi's walking <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they're still pretty sturdy uh one of my others was the Yoto player I don't know oh yeah we've got that. one I think it's yeah. brilliant yeah yeah so it's an audio player for children but uh, Aurelia's developed car sickness when we when we travel and obviously reading is not great if you're looking down so we've started taking that with us in the car with our headphones um, it also gives us a break in the car because, you know, if they want to play games the whole way, you just want to switch off for yeah, half an hour. Yeah, you just want to be, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So she puts her headphones on, listens to her audio books, or she'll do it like if I'm settling the baby into bed, I'll say, go go to your room and listen to a little story. And now she started referencing the actual book against the story, which is, which is great. So I'd say that's a really great, um, great product. Uh, my my next one, very random, but would be a thermos. My, oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> my girls are like the water police. 
And and they don't just want lukewarm water. That Avelia will say, like she has her water at the side of her bed. She'll wake me up. She'll be like, Mummy, I want fresh water. This this isn't fresh water. What she means is it's not cold. So we we've got a thermos and we leave that at the side of her bed. And the two of them have one everywhere we go. Like if if I get in the car and I you know, left the water underneath the buggy and put it in the boot. There's like hell. There's like meltdowns in the car if there's no water there. So um, so that is essential at the moment. Yeah, that's a great... Because I use the thermos for like my daughter's lunchbox. Like we have one and, I'm, and I, I'll heat it up and then I can put something hot in it and it's still hot at lunchtime for her. But yeah, yeah. I forget you can use it the other way around as well yeah. like, to keep things cold. <laughs> yeah, of course. My other product... Uh, would be um, the the mess free colouring kits you can get, you know, because um, I don't want felt tape all over their clothes, but it just entertains them where wherever you are, whenever you get that out, they can't can't resist. Yeah, colouring no, they are brilliant. It's perfect without you know having to wipe them down. Have I done my five? I think that's Is it. Yeah, I think so. Well, they're, they're all really great yeah. recommendations, so they're brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thanks. It's been a lovely, lovely chat. Thank you. Thanks for having me. An amazing conversation. Thank you so, so much to Heidi for coming in. And like you said, George, like brilliant to get an insight into somebody that had, you know, such a big career. And do you know what the thing about her is that she's got all she's got all those skills. You know, she dips her foot into into the world, but actually her priority is, is raising her is girls. Her, and yeah. yeah, it was really lovely to I hear. And watch it. this space because yeah. she obviously, you know, she said she feels ready to come back. You know, she feels like she wants to get back to herself again. Um, so I'm sure we are going to be seeing and hearing a lot more from her. Very exciting. Uh, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please give the podcast a little follow yeah and if you've got any suggestions for guests then please do drop us a dm on made by mamas on instagram and we'll be back on friday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group small details are big surfaces Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 